What's up, everybody? This is the inaugural episode of the Kevin Cohn Dynasty Football League podcast. I am Ben, the owner of Drive Through Open Late, and I'm here with my co-host Will. How you doing, Will? What's up, boys? Good to be here. Happy to be here. We're finally putting out this beautiful podcast that we've been promising all off season. Uh, yeah, the owner of the Bad News Beers here. Um, looking forward to discussing some fantasy like the nerds we are. All right. So we're going to go over some team previews today. Um, we're going to try and get through all 12, see how long it takes. Maybe we'll stop halfway through and put out a second episode, um, but we'll see how it goes. So um, we'll take a look at some things, including uh, free agency. I know Eddie's been looking for an article for that for a while, so this counts as some of that. Um, we'll take a look at some draft picks as well, go over been, some of the uh, finishes from the year before, and uh, give you guys some hot takes. It's been demanding an article, actually. Yeah, you're right, demanding an article. Should write one uh, yourself, Eddie. I agree. All right, we are starting over in Conference One. Very clever name, Division One. Um, you need names, people. Yeah, we've been we've been thinking of a name for a while, and I'm not really a fan of the bean suggestion. To be honest, I think it's pretty dry. So well, now you got Chuck involved, so you got to get you got to get Chuck in there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of letters to go through, so <laughs> we'll submit it to the committee. Um, of course. So, uh, Tuna Fish um, finished seven and seven last year, first in the division, snuck into the playoffs, and um, ended up losing to Zach in the semifinals. Um, what do you think about this team here, Will? Yeah, I actually, I'm liking how Al's shaping up here. Um, he had some coveted draft picks. Uh, you know, George Pickens looking good. All the hype around him. You know, he has a kind of a rivalry with you, Ben, with your beloved Pittsburgh receivers, um, Deontay Johnson. I just look to your screen and see him. Um, yeah, uh, I like his roster, actually. You know, he kind of relies on a little bit of Stafford to be, you know, have a really good year with that $346 contract. Um, but Trey Lance, you know, that could be really good, too, if he turns out to be the the speed threat that everyone says he is. Yeah, I mean, if Lance ends up being the top 10 quarterback that a lot of people think, uh, think he can be, um, it's a really dangerous roster with him and Stafford. Obviously, some concerns there with Lance not have, having really ever been a, a consistent starting quarterback. And you've got Stafford apparently with some elbow issues and, and whatnot, but I think he'll be good to go. Um, I think the he's running back hurt. room... What's that? He's, he's always hurt. He'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. He'll, be, he'll be fine. He, he plays like a punctured lung or something, so yeah. he'll get over it. Um, I think the running back room is a little thin, but could work out if guys like ETN hit. Um, he's got the Montgomery Herbert handcuff situation going on there and the Swift Williams handcuff. Um, Williams might even be a, a useful fantasy running back. Who knows? Um, and then a pretty solid young receiving core. Like you said, Pickens is a really good, good guy. Um, cheap possibly being $97 this year and on that first round contract. So could not end up being a bargain if he ends up being a, a wide receiver two or above. Um, and then Devontae Smith and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Smith-Schuster? That's a fun <laughs> one. Um, also, two, two pretty young receivers. Um, Juju, people don't think he's uh, as young as he actually is. Of course, my player pop-up isn't working right now, so I can't see how young he is. But um, all those guys making under $100 this year, so pretty good young core there. And it's not working either. Of course it's not. That's okay. He's 25. Um yeah, I was just setting a I was just setting a timer on my watch so we knew how long we were going to talk about this because I don't want to talk about each team for an hour, you know. But oh, Al, wow. Al, your team is looking nice. 
other than that Kenny G, I don't know about him. Kenny Kenny Galladay. I mean, that's an easy cut, but if you need to. But yeah, Al's got a good good cap room. Um, I know he's been in some trade talks with some folks. Who knows what's happening? Um, there could be some live breaking news on this podcast. There Ooh. probably there probably won't be. And this isn't a pod. I don't know if this is even a podcast. Do you call it a podcast after one episode? Oh yeah, it's a podcast. We're doing it. It's real. Oh wow! I also missed Drake London on his practice squad too. How could I forget? Yeah, that's the third overall yeah, pick in the draft. Yeah, I'm sure Nico and Eddie will will claim him. I think he's already been claimed. Has he not oh, been claimed? I don't know. I thought everyone in the first round was claimed. I'm sure he did. Anyways, all right. Anything all right. else about the tuna fish? Nah. Let's move on. All right. Um, we'll move on to drive through open late, my team. We finished seven and seven last year, second in the division, um, infamously missed the playoffs in week 14 due to a tiebreaker situation. Um, finished second in the conference in points four, fun fact. So, uh, despite the seven and seven record, the missed playoffs, you know, it wasn't a bad year. Um, and to make myself feel better, I went through the playoffs and saw what I would have done in every week had I made it and I would have lost. So, you know, you go. I got the better draft pick, and, you know, I'm over it now. I'm totally over it. All right. Whatever well, helps you sleep at night, buddy. I'm, I'm good now. I'm good. All right. All right, yeah. Um, yeah. Drive through open late. Um, cap situation, not looking great, much like the rest of the league, but that's all right. Um, you know, Ben's quarterback room and running back room a little bit thin, um, but he does have some big names there, um, just not a lot of depth. Um, I, I like his his big names that he has. You know, uh, Aaron Jones at 165 is a good price. Um, he's got the two Patriots running backs who, you know, who knows how that's going to shape out. But Ramondre Stevenson, you know, looks to be a pretty good handcuff at this point and might be taking a lot of carries from Harris. But, you know, he scored like 17 touchdowns last year. So you never know with this Patriots offense. Um, Ben's got a lot of receiving depth, um, a ton of receivers on really good contracts. Cortland Sutton and Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown stick out to me um, as really good contracts that he has, um, and Rondell Moore as well. So he's got some good some good receivers there. Um, and then, yeah, he's got Darren Waller a little pricey there at 203, but other than that, he's got some good some good depth there at receiver and, and tight end and some, some rookies on the, the practice squad. Yeah, obviously pretty biased, but I think that if our, our big dogs stay healthy, um, we've got a lot of firepower. I think it's a really good starting lineup. Um, it's a really hard starting lineup to even make a decision between, I think. I've got a lot of receivers that I think could, you know, be pretty good flex plays every week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, I think it's, again, you know, you nailed it with the quarterbacks and running backs pretty, uh, pretty thin. So we're going to need to make sure those guys stay healthy and the Patriots running backs are Almost basically one running back, so uh, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, pretty happy with it. Pretty happy with how the draft went. Um, Jamison Williams probably won't play for seven, eight weeks, but I think it was a good get for me since I kind of have a, a good amount of receivers already. Um, so, yeah, see what happens. Awesome. All right, moving on. The last team in Division One. uh the infamous Dayman and the Nightman, GM'd and owned by Daniel Snyder. I mean, Nick Turek and Eddie Garner. Um, yeah. Um, 
that's a thing now, by the way. We're 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 calling them the Dan Snyder of the Kevin. They're they're a bunch of nefarious little grifters and they're um, schemers. They're schemers, yeah. No, the they book, don't the sleep. They don't sleep when you guys are sleeping. They're scheming behind closed doors. Just know that. Just know that the day man never sleeps. Neither does the night man. Sometimes. Makes sense. Trust me. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. So um, these guys were four and ten last year. Um, your classic tankaholics, infamously lost. Um, did they lose a draft pick? I don't remember. Al gave him some shit for for not starting someone. It was a whole thing. Um, pretty poor year. We're dead last in the conference in points for. Um, maybe dead last in the league. I'm not sure. Yes. Yeah. Dead last. But in the but if if you ask if you ask Nick if you go by projected points, they weren't dead last so ah so they were even bigger tankers is what you're saying that's what yes absolutely disgusting yeah um (laughs) coming into opening week with 25 cents in cap space and about 600 dollars in practice squad claims um it's a fun strategy caused a bunch of havoc around the league um you know the strategy is pretty clear i mean they've got some really overpaid veterans that i think at this point they have no problem cutting if they've got the ability to get a younger player on the roster. Um, two first-round picks this year in Kenneth Walker and Kenny Pickett, who I think, you know, a lot of people liked Kenneth Walker coming into the draft. Obviously, the hernia kind of sucks at this point, but they've got his handcuff, or maybe the handcuff to Rashad Penny. So they've got that backfield on lock. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Kenny Pickett, but they have Mitchell Trubisky anyway, so they're basically locking up the Steelers quarterback situation for the next three years. The GOAT, Mitch. So, Mitch, you're right. I miss him. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, the running backs are okay. Um, I don't think this team is particularly competing because there's only four wide receivers even on this roster who are currently active in the NFL. Tank. Yeah, it looks like another tankathon here for for this team. Uh, yeah, like you said, very thin receiver room. Um, you know, Calvin Ridley there, not playing. Um, and then the rest of the guys, I don't even know who Diami Brown is. Um, so that's good. Um, but yeah, uh, this, this roster with, uh, six quarterbacks right now, um, looking to probably tank once again. And like you said, they have a huge Lamar contract and Herbert contracts that they are willing to shed, um, if some younger options come available to them. Just a sad, sad situation. You really hate to see it. Uh, as we, yeah, they currently have a. They still. I don't know how many claims they still have outstanding, um, but uh, they still have one of mine uh, outstanding as we speak. So I have about twenty hours to decide what I'll do. So fun little fun little anecdote there. Maybe we'll get some breaking news at some point. We'll see. Yeah, this is. Who knows? Most dedicated to the pod though. <laughs> all right moving on to do they have a division name Are they, uh no it's division two okay division two in conference one what a great division name it's almost as good as division one except it's division two um all right nice <laughs> let's take a look at uh zach's team the rat cats last year they were an absolute wagon went 11 and 3 went first in their division and the conference First and points four in the entire league. Like I said, just an absolutely great team throughout the regular season and the playoffs. 
Um, Ratcats ended up coming in second, lost in the championship, Danny Basil. So great season for Zach, um, great inaugural season. Um, and I think the team looks pretty good this year. What do you think, Will? Yeah, I like I like how he's looking. Um, he does have some cap space too, um, about eighty bucks, and no really any no really players, eh, no players on the practice squad really to to worry about. Um, I like some of his receivers that he has on pretty cheap contracts. You know, he's got Elijah Moore on a four year thirty dollar deal. Um, you know, Mike Williams two years forty four dollars. That's a really good deal for you know Mike Williams who had a really good year last year and hopefully stays healthy um for for zach here um you know and and as you look up and down like even alan lazard you know could be the number one in green bay so that could be a a pretty good contract there um but yeah some of the some of the big guys clearly stick out here tyreek hill and and josh allen you know that's like 1100 bucks right there just between those two guys so that's about half half, 50 percent of zach's uh you know salary that he can give out so um, you know, a lot of, a lot of money at the top there. Yeah. Super interested how the, the salary is spread out throughout the team. Like he said, the, the receivers, I mean, Mike Williams being on $44 contract, uh, absolute steal. Elijah Moore, $30. Great. Um, I believe he picked up Nico Collins in the deal that sent the pick that eventually became George Pickens to Alan Chuck, if I remember yep. correctly. Um, yeah. Al, Al, <laughs> Al was very eager to trade Nico Collins for, for a while now. He finally got rid of him. Yeah, I mean, Nico Collins is, I mean, I don't know who to compare him to. Um, I wouldn't quite say he's like a, like a Brian Edwards hype type of guy, but similar second-year receiver, uh, didn't have the, the greatest first year and um, poised to be a fantasy breakout, according to a lot of people. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of talent throughout the roster. Um, Kenneth Gainwell, I think, for five bucks is a really good contract. Having him locked up for the next four years, that's going to bode well. Um, I've written about Javante Williams and how well I think he is at a $106 value. Um, I just don't buy that that's going to be a split back backfield again. Um, so, yeah, I think it's you've, a really good team. You've written about him. You're so cute. Yeah, man. Check me out. KevinEconomist.com. <laughs> you little blogger, you. Yeah. Big J, big J journalist over here. I wake up on the weekends. I put my beanie on and, and my hemp backpack, and I, I go right in coffee shops. What's, what's so weird about that? Smoke a lot of weed. I didn't say that. I did not say that. <laughs> All, right. All right. Who's next, Benny boy? All right. Next, we have got Bangin' Dirty Coors, led by Liam. Last year, they, as well, infamously, if you may remember, were the last team into the playoffs in the conference number one via tiebreaker. Um, Liam ended up taking a loss to the tuna fish in the first round of the playoffs. Um, pretty low scoring game there, sad showing, but Hey, a playoff spot is a playoff spot. And, uh, yeah. So, um, Liam didn't have a lot of money coming into the draft. Um, I actually have a fun fact about Liam's draft. Um, hold on. Where is it? And the number of bids here. Okay, here it is. In the draft, the free agency draft, I should say, Leah made 34 bids. <laughs> of those bids, all 34 of them were a plus $1 bid. Ooh. 
I, and I understand it because he, he didn't he didn't have a lot of money, but I didn't it make it makes sense. That is a fun it, fact. So it is just so funny to me when I was looking through it. Um, he did end up picking up four players in the free agency draft. Um, he got J.D. McKissick. Um, he picked up a starting quarterback, actually, um, Marcus Mariota. Um, Rex Burke has $48 in hindsight. Might not be looking great. Um, Damien Pierce, obviously, is uh, kind of the prize there. Um, they also picked up Kenyon Drake for $56, who was then uh, released by the Las Vegas Raiders. So um, I believe he's now on the practice squad for the Ravens. Um, so, yeah. Um, Rex Burke had it only for $9 there not 48 oh shoot i was looking at my okay yeah looking at my projected column yeah. um, my espn projection column so uh, espn yes. thinks it's a great deal for nine dollars for nine dollars yeah that's good my bad um and yeah mariota's only 26 dollars, not 45 like i said um so yeah um made some some snazzy moves in free agency to try and round out his roster didn't have a lot of flexibility um also i can't edit that so or i can't change that so you have to keep editing it when we go to a, a new a new person Oh, my bad. Yeah, I have to keep that. No, you're bad. good. You're good. Uh, yeah, so Liam's team, you know, uh, low on cap, much like everybody else. Um, you know, doesn't have much practice squad activity going on. Just Michael P. Ryan sitting there, uh, who's a free agent, I, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, he's got, you know, some good QBs there. Like Ben said, he picked up Mariota. He's got Mac Jones on a pretty cheap deal. Dak Prescott for a pretty hefty price. Um, but a good QB room there. Um, you know, he's got some running backs there. Dalvin Cook at a, at a high price sticks out. Um, and then everyone else is on pretty low contracts. Um, not much strength here at the running back position here, Ben. I don't know. Yeah, the running back room is pretty shallow, I think. So that's going to hurt the starting lineup. Um, obviously, not obviously, if you don't remember, you only have to start two running backs. So he could end that's up true. getting away with Dalvin and whoever sticks to the wall throughout those other Burkhead uh, or Burkhead or McKissick, maybe who knows? Yeah. Is McKissick, that, uh, McKissick could, definitely could, could find a role in that offense. Cause of the guy who got shot. Yeah. That but happened. I mean, to be serious though, I mean, if, if, if Robinson comes back, I don't know how much Robinson's really cutting into McKissick's role. Uh, that's you know, true. That's, that's cutting into Gibson's role. Um, true. McKissick. Kizik's in a good spot in that offense. I think they just really like throwing in the ball. So for $29, um, I think you'll probably get a return on your investment throughout the course of the season, especially if you're in a, uh, a running back room that's kind of shallow and might be an easy decision just to kind of start him every week. Kizik's one of those classic guys that you don't know when to start, and then the week you bench him, he catches two touchdowns. Um, <laughs> yeah, and with, with Liam's roster here, I can see where all the money's going. There's a lot of money with the receiving room. Um, not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, a lot of good, I think some good contracts there. Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, you know, Chris Olave should have a pretty big role in the Saints. You know, who knows what happens with Michael Thomas, but um, I think he'll have a pretty good role regardless with Jameis Winston throwing the ball a million times and turning the ball over a million times and throwing a million <laughs> touchdowns. Um, but yeah, so I think, uh, you know, Amari Cooper kind of a big contract there. Who knows? I know, is that like, who's even throwing him the ball? Is that, uh <laughs> Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. yeah yeah so I mean you know Amari Cooper who knows how he'll turn out with you know very below average quarterback but you know who knows Rashad Bateman could be the Ravens receiver receiver one here so um that's a really good contract at 18 bucks for three years so um that could turn out really well for for Liam here so I think I think Liam overall is is trying to compete here um 
but maybe just the running back room is a little weak. But everywhere else, he's got a pretty strong team. Yeah, not looking bad. You know, maybe the maybe the receivers ball out and and bring him back to a seven and seven playoff berth or something like that. Not picturing a top team in the league, but um, definitely not a bad roster. All right, on to the third team from Division Two, the Big Dirty Shit Hawks, led by Kevin. Probably heard from him in the last week or so because um, I don't know. I think everyone hears from Kevin at least once a week, maybe once every two weeks. It's nice to hear from you, Kevin. It's nice to know you're doing well and. <laughs> always fun to talk trade anyway i actually um, he, he actually is ghosting me right now I, I sent him a message a few days ago i heard back so but that's all right i don't i don't know if anything's going to even happen so kevin if you're listening to this please text will back that's okay i sent i sent a message to literally everyone in the in in the in the whole league so <laughs> yeah if, well. I get, if i get one or two replies it's 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 a win but whatever all right on to Kevin. What do you got? Uh, so Kevin came in with uh, a ton of cap room into the free agency auction. Um, I mean, Kevin famously went with the, the big-time cap strategy last year in the initial auction. Went, uh, I believe, 500 something dollars for Mahomes, another 500 or so for McCaffrey, um, and quite a bit for Jefferson. Ended up leading him to not the, the, the result he, he quite wanted. Um, I know there were some trades in there. I think he got Najee Harris for Jefferson, so he shook up the roster a little bit. Um, and then actually traded Najee for uh, Austin Eckler this offseason. Um, but getting away from myself here, spent a lot of money, money in free agency, um, picked up Mahomes once again for a little bit more of a reasonable salary, $315. Justin Jefferson, 260 Zeke Elliott, 137 and Leonard Fournette for 130 So definitely brought in a lot of high-end fantasy talent. Um, paid a bit of a price for it, but I don't think it's anything outlandish. Um, brings back Mike Evans to solidify a really solid wide receiver room with DJ Moore. Um, he is in a bit of a cap situation right now. Um, Christian Watson's uh, currently claimed on his pl- uh, practice squad, and he's only sitting on $23 of cap space. Um, recently blew a ton of cap space to pick up Alvin Kamara, who was a cap casualty. Um, what do you think about that, Will? I think, I think it's a solid team here, but he's, he's got a bit of a predicament. Yeah, I like the group he's put together here. The running back room is really strong. Um, and but like you said, he might get his his rookie poached here. I don't know if that really matters to Kevin as much as we think it does. Um, who knows how Watson will even turn out in Green Bay? I think he'll actually be pretty good, but I haven't paid too much attention to how he's been doing in camp and stuff and in the preseason. But you know, he could be a wide receiver two or three for for the Aaron Rodgers. So that's that's pretty good. And I'm just I'm just looking at this and I'm just shocked at the the contract that Josh Allen got. Like. I, I know I know we talked about it, but like I'm just looking. It happens to be that Zach and Kevin are next to each other, and Josh Allen for six twenty seven, and Mahomes for three fifteen. It's like insane. But I, I I don't know. Do you remember how that went in the bidding? No, Josh Allen. Josh Allen was from. Or was um, that from the initial? That was from the initial draft, right? He was from the initial. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. I was thinking that was from because the yeah the initial draft was messed up, so that makes more sense in hindsight, but. Um, yeah, <laughs> just a little fun snippet there. But yeah, I, I like, I like where Kevin's direction is going here with this team. Um, you know, like you said, good receivers, good running backs, and he's got pretty good quarterbacks, three starters. Um, I think Matt Ryan's actually going to be pretty good this year, but, but who knows? Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. All right. Um, I think that does it for, uh, division two. 
in conference one. So we'll move ourselves over to conference dose. Um, I don't think it's called conference dose, it's conference two. Um, but this division does have a name. We are going to Squirt Gang. Squirt Gang. Squirt Gang. I don't. I, I think we're going to change that. We're we're in the works here. Um, it's my. It's actually my responsibility to change it, um, if I want to. But me, Tony, and, and Danny have to talk through talk that through. You know, got to really come up with something better than Squirt Gang, even though it's better than whatever the hell you guys are, Division One and Division Two. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're workshopping it. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we could go. Where Where do you want to go first? Me. Yeah. Go to you. All right. All right, so we'll go bad news beers here. Uh, yours truly, nine and five last year, won the division, um, third or fourth in points four, I think, in in the whole league, um, but lost by ten to AJ uh, in the first rounds, first round of the playoffs, brutal loss. Um, AJ then went on to lose to to Danny Basil, his brother, and we all know how that went. Um, but yeah, right now, um, honestly, I'll let you go first and, and talk about my team, so I, I don't I don't put any bias into you. Well, sure, talk sure. About. Yeah, um, so it was a pretty pretty straightforward free agency for Will, picking up Joe Mixon for 250. Um, I think it's a decent contract. Obviously, some running backs went for a lot more than that and a lot less than that, so he got one right in the middle. I uh, can't really complain with that. Um, Hunter Renfro for 115, maybe a little pricey, but I think he'll catch a lot of balls. Um, yeah, I think it's a good starting group. Uh, the, the running back room, Mixon, I still think Josh Jacobs, despite him being a $236 player, um, is a startable fantasy running back. So, uh, you know, it, it is a high price to pay for him, but I think, you know, it's kind of a sunk cost at this point. So plug him in, see how it works. Um, Cam Akers coming off the Achilles injury. We'll see how he looks. Uh, but James Cook definitely is a good fantasy running back to have as a rookie, um, rookie contract, making $121 this year. So um, it's an expensive running back room, but it's got some good players there. I think it's a solid group. Um, same thing with the wide receivers, to be honest. Like it's a, it's a pretty solid group. I think it's not really top heavy by any means. Um, I think Terry McLaurin, definitely a good receiver, but not somebody who's going to push wide receiver one status. Same with Chris Godwin, T Higgins, um, really good guys to start, not stars, pretty, pretty steady, uh, across the way. Um, and then you get to the quarterback room again. Um, it, it sucks that you can't start three quarterbacks because we've got Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, um, Joe Flacco, technically sounds like Zach Wilson might be back by week two. Um, and Derek Hart. So maybe a trade piece there for the future, maybe shore up the running back or wide receiver starting group. But I think it's a solid team. Um, maybe not the nine and five powerhouse uh, from last year with uh, third or fourth most points for, but um, definitely seeing a playoff team here, especially in this division. So I'll let you, uh, let you tell me if I'm right or wrong, Will. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm in a good spot. I got some decisions I need to make in the next, like I said, like 20 hours. Um, I got Alec Pierce on my practice squad. Um, you know, he's he's looking good in, in Indianapolis camp, but I don't know if he's worth uh, me still picking him up. Uh, Nick and Eddie, of course, tried to claim him like everyone else. So I eventually, you know, I called up James Cook earlier, um, promoted him. So right now I'm in a little bit of a cap to, cap space, um, cap hole, as you would call it, maybe shitty, shitty situation. Um, you know, a lot of that kind of stems with my large contract with Russell Wilson. Um, at the time it, it felt like a good contract with all the other, you know, huge contracts with Mahomes and, and Allen when they first went off the board. So I thought it was a good contract at first, not so good anymore. 
Um, but other than that, I think, you know, like you said, Jacobs, I think he's still a good running back. He's only 24, which is insane to me. I always think he's like older than that. Like, I always think he's at least, you know, 26, 27, kind of going over that hill for running backs. Cause Joe, that's kind of where Joe Mixon's at. He's about 27, 28. So, you know, I think the running back room is still good. Um, I have a lot of confidence in Cam Akers. He was, a lot of people are trying to get him off of me, um, over the off season and at the end of last year. So, um, I'm excited for him. Um, and yeah, and I, I think all my receivers are, you know, like you said, no, no one's like a jumping out of the page at you, but I think, you know, four or five solid receivers there, um, that can put up numbers with Mark Andrews, you know, at tight end. So I think I'm in a pretty good spot. And I think, you know, Alec Pierce can also, you know, if I do call him up and make some decisions, um, I think he can solidify and maybe carve out a role eventually. So, so yeah, yeah I'm tr- trying to con- trying to compete. And um, no offense, Tony and Danny, it, it might be a little bit, you know, it might not need to be nine to five this year. Well, speaking of the rest of your division, we'll move <laughs> on to the poopy ass Dalla and poopy indeed it was. Um, <laughs> despite a seven and seven record. Um, Danny J just missed the playoffs. Um, I believe he was the second team out of the playoffs in that conference. Uh, I don't remember exactly what the tiebreakers were. Um, I believe he was, I don't think he was the lowest scorer. Maybe he was, he was the lowest scorer in the division. No, no. Yeah. Second low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second lowest in the conference. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, wasn't a great team last year. Did squeak out the seven and seven finish. Like I said, um, had quite the interesting off season. Um, Made pretty big splash uh, acquiring Elijah Mitchell in exchange for his 2023 first round pick. Um, <laughs> it was it was questioned a little bit in Slack, and I think for good reason. Um, but Danny's trying to win, and I I will respect that. Um, I I can't fault you for wanting to win in a league that you're paying what we're paying to play in it. So um, yeah, I'll let you uh, I'll let you go ahead. Will, what do you think? Yeah, uh, like you said, bad offseason. Um, not not one for the books for Danny J. Um, but he, you know, he's got a lot of cap space to build off. Um, he's got a practice squad player that I don't think anyone's going to try to poach right now. Um, so you know, he's he's he can make a splash in free agency if someone has to you know get cut from somebody's team. Uh, he's got some good running backs with Nick Chubb. It's pretty hefty price um, at three fifty. Very hefty price, I should say. Um, his other running backs are pretty cheap, but you know, Elijah Mitchell is the only one who stands out really. He's got my, my darling Michael Carter on his team. So, um, I bet you when I play Danny, Michael Carter will go off. Um, yeah, I I think Danny, you know, he's, he's got a team of, of players that play football. Um, (laughs) his receivers are actually pretty good. Um, AJ Brown, Darnell Mooney, um, Adam Thielen. I like a lot. Um, Garrett Wilson should be, you know, a pretty productive rookie, assuming Zach Wilson can throw footballs and stop banging moms. Um, and then, you know, TJ Hawkinson's a good tight end. So I think, I think Danny's got some good players. He's got something to work around and he, you know, he could, he could sneak up and give me a run for my money. Yeah. I think the, the magnitude of the moves, especially the Mitchell move kind of puts a, a bad cloud over Danny's team that he doesn't totally deserve. I mean, uh, you know, Elijah Mitchell and Nick Chubb, like those are good starting running backs and picking up Michael Carter for $42 in free agency. Like if you're going to go for it, um, 
You know, that's it's not cheap. the worst third running back to have any team. Yeah, shoot. It's cheap. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I, I maybe I don't agree exactly with all the moves, but I think that if you're going to try and win, like, try and win, and he's working around the cap situation that he's got himself into, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's an awful team. I think it's a, an okay team. Yeah. All right, on to the last team in the Squirt Gang, uh, Tony, Team Estelle. The second lowest points for in the league last year, behind the Dan Snyders. Um, this team went a dumpster fire 2-12 and 12 last year, and uh, definitely looked the part. Um, picked first overall this year, picked up Reese Hall, um, ended up picking up Sky Moore in the first round as well, and actually got Jahan Dotson at the start of the second round. Which I thought good was, picks. Yeah, really good. Picks. I was I was like um, when I when I went went to pick James Cook at wherever I was eight or nine. Um, those names were right there with with Pickens and all those guys were in, in the decision for me. Uh, so yeah, I, I like those. I like those rookie those picks that Tony had this year. Um, with especially and even he got Wandell Robinson who. You know the the Giants, their wide receiver room is disgusting. It's like Sterling Shepard, who I picked up, who I don't even think I don't even know if he's going to play Week One. Um, who else do they have there? Wandell Robinson, like I said, I, I couldn't even name another Giants receiver. Um, so who knows? Who knows how he'll turn out? Oh, Kadarius Tony, of course. Oh shoot, yeah, yeah, of course. The the beloved Kadarius Tony, who will probably be out in three weeks. Um, and then Kenny Galladay, of course, who has caught like one touchdown pass as a as a giant or something. I heard that or some some crazy stat. Um, so you know, I, I'm talking way too much about Wandale Robinson right now, but just kind of shows that that Anthony had a good draft um, and he has something to build around around some young players. Um, he and he has he has some cuttable guys that he could free up some cap space. You know, Ronald Jones on a hundred dollar contract is. You know, that's a, I think that's a pretty cuttable guy. Um, but, yeah, he's he's got some young QBs. He's got a lot of, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Who knows if those guys turn out good, this team could be good for a long time. He's got to re-sign those guys at some point. Um, but, yeah, I think he's he's got some decent receivers with those rookies and Pittman and and, and uh, Jamar Chase, too. So Yeah, I picked up Trevor Lawrence as a cap casualty from Day Man and the Nightman. He's pretty much the rest of his remaining cap space to do that. But I think that's another piece that, you know, if, if things go the way that you kind of expect them to go this year, that's a trade piece at worst, especially on that one year deal. So, um, yeah, kind of is what it is. So, um, the more I, the more I look at Danny and, and Tony's teams, they're actually, I, I like them a little bit more. They got some players. They got, yeah, some players. they got players. They got some players. All right. And I, to, I don't know. I, after you talked about my team, I don't know how much I like my team anymore. What did I say? No, you're good. You're good. Hey, <laughs> it's all in my I head, buddy. It's all in my head. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be mean. <laughs> no, still, Terry, Terry McLaurin's you. a lot of money. Terry McLaurin's a lot of money. I'll give you that. I mean, money is a lot of money, but you got to win games at some point. Yeah. I, I, love, you know, I love talking about all that surplus garbage, but you, you got to score points. So... Kind of a big part. All right, on to our final division. Uh, what are they? Division four? Do they have a name? Uh, no, wait. They named their, themselves something. Hold on. Oh. Uh, Camp, Camp Crystal Lake. Wow. Is is that Jason? Is that? This is bad. 
Isn't that? Uh, maybe not. Well, maybe it's of significance to them. Yeah, Camp Crystal Lake is most famous for being the home of serial killer Jason Voorhees. Got you. Charming. All right. Well, we'll have to we'll have to get the uh, inside of that that division name. What the relevance is for the boys coming to a podcast soon? Is it is it because they're from Crystal Lake? Oh, wow! You got wow. there, boys. You just watched. You just watched excellence there from your two fantastic hosts. Yeah, that was good radio. All right, let's get into the division. Um, we'll start with last year's champion, Nosmo King. Is that how you say it? Is it Nosmo? Is it No Smo? No, no Smo King. I don't know. I just say Nosmo. Yeah, but, but but how do you say like the the broken up part? I don't know. I like Nosmo King. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Nosmo King. <laughs> um, so Nosmo King nine and five last year. Um, like I said, won it all. Went first in their division and uh, conference and got the bye. Um, only the fourth highest points for in their conference, though. Only ahead of the um, aforementioned dumpster fire teams, uh, Tony and Danny. That's not fair. Danny wasn't a dumpster fire, but he didn't score a lot. Um, be nice, bro. Danny. I'm, I'm being nice. I'm, I'm not lying. Danny, uh, Danny's been a part of some nefarious trading activities this offseason as well. Um, as we just had mentioned, the infamous. Elijah Mitchell for first round deal went down. Um, don't really need to say much more about that at this point, but uh, yeah, I, I think Danny's got a um, pretty interesting roster again this year. Yeah. Um, me and Danny have a little rivalry at this point. Um, I don't know if we played twice last year or three times. I don't remember, but both our games were, were close. Um, I think we played twice. I don't remember, but we had some close games. I'd like to think that's my little out of out of division rivalry that I got going. Um, you know, Danny's got a good team here. He's paying a lot of money to Kyler Murray, um, a five hundred eighteen dollar contract. Uh, he's paying a lot of money to um, you know Deshaun Deshaun Watson. You know, the really good quarterback who loves massages. Uh, he uh, is Nick and Eddie's favorite quarterback of all time. Um, Mitch is mine. I know. Whatever. Deal with it. Uh, yeah, he's he's he picked up some of his guys that he that he had to cut for penalty. So so Danny has a lot of penalty that for the years to come with with Gibson and um, and DK Metcalf, which he did pick up again. So if he does end up signing those guys again, you know he'll have to pay them basically twice for their for their penalty hit and their their salary. So you know, interesting situation there. Uh, he does have some big names. You know, Robert Woods. Allen Robinson, um, Gabe Davis should have a pretty big role this year with Buffalo. Um, so he's got he's got some big names. Uh, running back room is a little bit weak, um, and I know Danny's Danny's been in trade talks with some other owners, so um, trying to bolster up that that running back room. Yeah, um, I in fact have been one of the teams in some talks with Danny on some trades, and um, as Danny knows, when I look at his roster, it's kind of tough because he's got a lot of these guys that are really good and really expensive, and then you get to some of the other guys that are also good, but they're really, really cheap, and it makes for hard trading because I can't afford anyone expensive, and uh, rightfully so, Danny doesn't want to give up anyone cheap like Gabe right. did. So, yep. um, 
Josh Palmer I, is a really good contract too. I like Josh Palmer a lot. Um, yeah, that wide receiver three for the for the Chargers there. Um, but yeah, I agree. A uh, little bit scary if if Danny doesn't bolster up his running back room and he does only have two QBs on his roster through the first uh, what is it twelve weeks or ten weeks, however long Watson suspended. So um, something to look out for there too. Yeah, and yeah, I had actually forgotten that. Mitchell was a free agency auction pickup, which kind of sucks. I think there should be some rules around tra- trading people right after you draft them, maybe, but I'll save that soap opera for another day. Um, but spin zone, could Danny end up actually regretting that trade? It's, it's kind of an interesting mix of what he's done here with kicking the can down the road with some of these contract cuts, uh, like you said, DK and Gibson. Um, but at the same time, trading out Mitchell for don't get me wrong, it's going to be a really, really good draft pick most likely and a really, really good player in that 2023 first. But you might miss Mitchell this year. And if you're going to kick some of that salary can down the road, um, I don't know, maybe just go for that back-to-back right away. Yeah, that is that is true. That could be more of a a move later or a move for later rather than right now. So, all right. Well, who can we go to next? I think we, we can are, go what, his brother? Yeah. You want to take it? Yeah, let's go to the Inglewood misunderstood victims. They are misunderstood indeed. I always love his picture. It just <laughs> makes me laugh every time. Um, yeah, so he was the highest scorer last year in the conference. Uh, AJ was. He beat me in the playoffs, and as I said, he lost to Danny Basil with, by a close score, by like 3.6 or something really close. Um, and then he eventually went on to actually beat Al for, for third place. So a third-place finish, so the Basil brothers, a first and third, pretty good um, for the inaugural year of the Kevin Cohn League. Um, you know, right now, AJ, uh, he's, he's going through what everybody's going through, his, his cap issues. Um, you know, he's got, he's got small uh, room there, 14 bucks, and, you know, a potential poachable free agent, or not free agent, rookie, uh, in, in Tyrion Davis-Prince, who, who knows with with the 49ers backfield, how, what role he could have with, um, Elijah Mitchell being injury prone and the 49ers just being crazy with running backs. Um, what do you like about his team, Ben? I mean, I think he's got a lot of good pieces for right now. Um, some long-term contracts that are going to look questionable, um, paying Tua the price that he's paying him might not age the best. Um, I don't know what kind of years he's got on McCaffrey's contract, but he picked him up for $366 in the auction this year, um, which is pretty high, especially when you consider that, I mean, I got Aaron Jones for 165 I think. Yeah. Um, but if you want to shoot higher, even, you know, Joe Mixon and Derrick Henry both went for 250 each, I believe. Um, Zeke, so, you know, Zeke went for like 150 or 130 something or something Zeke crazy. Zeke was 137. Yeah. Crazy. Also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a hot take here. First hot take. I think Tua, I don't think Tua is going to be like a starter by next year. Wow. I think he's ass. Is that? No. I, I love It's the a irony. scorching take. It's a scorching take. I, I, scorching, probably, maybe not, but certainly hot. Certainly hot. Um, I do love the irony of the fact that Tua is rostered alongside Tom Brady, uh, the very quarterback that the Dolphins got fined for that tampering with Tua. Um, so if that's any indication in their confidence in him, um, I think he might be on something, Will. And but legend if Carson Wentz right there. 
I, that's that's who I wanted to talk about. Carson Wentz is a really interesting one because on the surface, I, before this we were talking, and I, I really, I, I thought I really liked this contract. You know, it's nineteen dollars basically this year, but he's got four years left on it. And Wentz doesn't really strike me as the kind of guy who's going to be starting in the NFL for that many more years. I know it's not too big of a cap hit, but you know, at some point down the line, there's there's going to be some dead cap there from from Wentz. I want to say. Um, Speaking of dead cap, um, we've also got Trey Sermon making 50 bucks for the next three years. Um, that's tough. Uh, you know, there's, there's always a chance that you latch on with someone else and you become relevant. Um, but that one might not age well. Um, you I mean, point yeah, out- Philly, Philly is crowded. Like, he might end up with a role there, but Sanders, uh, who else do they have? Um, the two, two Gainwell. Gainwell and the other guy, Boston Scott. So, like, they got... They still have those two that you know eat into Miles Sanders carries all the time and drives me insane, especially at the goal line, for no apparent reason. Um, but yeah, Trey Sermon, that's that looked like a good contract at the time, um, you know, last year with San Francisco, but didn't turn out well. So that kind of shows you if San Francisco didn't like, you know, that kind of running back, I don't know if he'll if he'll turn out. But who knows? Crazier things have happened. No, they haven't. Oh, they have. <laughs> um, and, and you know, like Cooper Cup, it, though Cooper Cup, he has Cooper Cup, so that's yeah, all I he, say. He's he's got like it's like the duality of contracts here. You know, Cooper Cup for 123 bucks for the next four years, um, maybe the best contract in the league. I I want to say maybe Definitely the best is. contract in the league. Um, he's also got Brandon Cooks for the next four years for 27 bucks. Does nothing but finish as a wide receiver two at least every single year. Um, but then you've got guys like DJ Chark for $44 over four years that may not age super well. Um, Michael Thomas, 154 bucks for the next three years. Possible Julio Jones situation brewing there. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Julio. Say? Yeah, R.I.P. Julio. I miss you. I miss you. Yeah, AJ is a tough guy. He was a tough guy to try to trade with because, you know, like you're saying, he's got the opposites, right? He's got Stefan Diggs for 400 bucks. <laughs> um, Brandon Cook's on such an insane deal of $27, not willing to trade him. Um, Cooper cup, same thing. So, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these contracts kind of even out at the end of the day with, with how good some of them are and, you know, some of them not so good. So kind of evens out for a lot of us. But yeah, strong, strong QB room, you know, to, uh, like I said, I kind of voiced my hot take there, but I don't, I, I just don't like that. I don't like Tua. I think he's not a great quarterback, and he's had his injury history, and who knows? Miami, you never know with, with them. So we'll see. I could be completely wrong. I don't care. I do it for the people, all the eight listeners, maybe. Be selfless. Yeah, eight, eight would be great. I mean, <laughs> tens are max, but eight would be great. <laughs> no way anyone got to the end of this either. Hey, man, put it on like 1.25 speed. This is like a half hour long. You're fine. <laughs> All right. We're on to our last team of the night, the Monks of Vegas, Jake Sigmund, the infamous Daz Newsom drafter. Um, yes. Sorry, Jake. That was, that was the first draft. It'll never leave you. Um, He's not even Monks, on an NFL roster anymore. Yeah, that one, that one makes me sad as a Bears fan. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that's I true. I want to talk too much, too much shit about that one. Um. Yeah, Jake finished seven and seven last year, which was, uh, you know, unfortunately only good enough for last in the division. Um, this was definitely the best division in the league last year. Um, with that last place, he also came with third in points for in the conference. I think maybe the league. 
um, at least in the conference. He was he was definitely a good team. And yep. it was, yeah, the last team out of playoffs, or, or second to last. It was either him or Danny J. I don't know how um, how the tiebreakers ended up working out. Um, as I scroll down on this roster page here, Will, um, I, see, I see a small problem. I see a small problem with the numbers. They don't add up. Oh, yes. The numbers yeah, the, don't add up. The salary um, cap is indeed in violation. Yes, it is. Um, Jake's got a good team here, I think, but I don't know what's, what he's going to have to do to it to get around what he's done. Because now he's activated um, his first-round pick, Traylon Burks, from the practice squad, essentially making him uncuttable um, or unpoachable. So he can't lose salary that way. Um, so I think he's looking at cutting one of his free agent running back acquisitions, which would be J.K. Dobbins for a cool $155 coming off of a major injury and James Conner, um, who I think not even exaggerating might've scored almost 20 touchdowns last year, um, for $134. Um, yeah, uh, this is, this is one of the individuals who's been in some trade talks. Um, um, as, as you kind of could tell, um, yeah, in some salary, a little bit of salary situation here. Um, I didn't realize how bad it was when I was maybe discussing trades with him. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to do anything with him at this point. Um, it, there might've been a third or fourth team in those talks as well. So I don't know how that, how that's going with them, but um, you know, I've just been so busy grinding this, this hour of podcasting. So um, I haven't been able to look at my phone. So I'm just, I'm just in it, you know? Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Jake's got some interesting decisions to make. Um, he's got some really good players, you know, unfortunately three of them are for, you know, half of his salary, maybe more or half of his cap, maybe more with Devonte Adams, Jonathan Taylor and Joe Burrow, three really good players, but just really big contracts. Um, and you know, all of them have multi years with that. So, um, some could be in some trouble down the road as well. Yeah, the quarterback contracts are really just out of hand. I mean, Jordan Love making $64. Uh, he's got four years left on that deal. Jameis, $34. Doesn't sound too bad this year, but when you see that it's for the next four years, um, there's definitely a, a, a chance that he's not starting in the NFL by that point. Um, like you said, like these guys are taking up half of this cap. It's kind of a shame. It's like a really good roster if you look at what would probably be his starting lineup right now. Um, but at least one of those guys is, is going to have to go. Um, I haven't talked about tight ends at all the whole time, so I'm just going to yeah, randomly give a shout-out to his tight end room. He's got a deep tight end room. It's probably not the best that we've seen, but I honestly haven't focused on them at all. It's episode one, folks. Give us a break. Um, but, yeah, Eric Goddard and, Hunt, and Hunter Henry, um, just decent tight ends that you could roll out in a starting lineup every week. Maybe you could flip one of those guys for a young flyer receiver or running back to kind of round out the roster. Um, I traded Jake Jacoby Myers for a handful of – not a handful, three third-round picks. Um, maybe an interesting deal. Jacoby's really cheap. Going to be probably the wide receiver one in New England, whatever that actually means in New England. <laughs> yet to be seen. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, t- just like going through tight ends, there's some good tight end rooms, um, just kind of random, randomly touching on it. Um, you know, Danny Basil's got, got Travis Kelsey and, and Troutman. That's pretty decent i don't know if troutman actually will have any role in, in this in the saints um 
also who else uh, i think you know i have mark andrews who's pretty decent i think al's got a good tight end room with with kittle and Komet. um i think those two guys you know could be even startable every week with but al did bolster up his receivers so you never know but yeah just want to give the tight end some love um because we just kind of completely avoided them you know, if tight ends thing that's picking up your team, I don't know if that's really going to be the difference in this league. I mean, that's the interesting part. You can have you can have seven superstar players, but you got to start ten. And you got to have depth down to twenty. So it's, uh, it's an intense league, and we're all learning on the fly. Yeah. All right. I know um, we didn't talk about this, but I think we should give a maybe like some predictions or something. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we're about. I think we're like fifty minutes in right now. Maybe an hour. Yeah, um, we're, I think we're at like 50, so maybe we should wrap up pretty soon. Yeah, we could do predict. I mean, if you want, I don't care. I'll just predict some division winners really quick because um, I don't think they're that hot of takes. But let's do let's do division winners and then like whole whole thing. Okay. That's it. Okay, you want to start? Or you want me to go? You go. Okay. So. I am taking Zach to repeat as the one seed out of Conference One this year. Um, I am taking myself haha, as the winner of our conference and the number two seed because of that. I think it'll be close with mine and Al's team, but I'm just going to go best case scenario. A lot of our top guys stay healthy, um, and I think that gives us a better starting lineup. Um, and I think the wild card, I think Kevin we'll just barely edge out Al as well. I think Kevin's got a really solid team this year, um, really strong. And so I think that um, Kevin might even, I think Kevin could even have a better record than my team. I think he's got a really good team. Um, he'll just end up being the wild card. So he'll be the third seed. Um, over in the other conference, um, uh, this one, this one's a little, a little tighter. Danny and AJ are just, I think pretty close again this year in terms of their rosters. You know, Danny's got a lot of cap space open, so I'm going to pretend like he gets another really good player and I'll take him to win that conference, um, that division as well, obviously. Um, AJ will pick up the wild card then and Bad News Beers will win that conference or win that division. Um, am I doing playoffs too? Do I have to pick who's going to win it just all? Pick, just, just pick who's going to win it all. Um, you know, I'm going to say that in the finals, Kevin defeats AJ in a battle of the wild cards who just barely missed out on the one seed because the universe will shine upon them. Nice. I like it. All right. Yeah, I, I think I had some pretty similar, uh, pretty similar ideas for the rankings here, how they'll go. I think... I do think Al will take your division. I think it'll be really close between you two, though. Um, with you, I think you'll squeak into the playoffs either way. Um, and then that second division, uh, I think I think Kevin um, Kevin seems pretty good. Um, I, I think he he might take the division there, uh, followed by Zach. Who I so I think you and Zach will be battling out for that for that three seed um, there in the conference one. Conference two, uh, I think I have myself taking Squirt Gang, and I think I think Danny will actually compete pretty well, and, and Tony will squeak out some dubs, and you know hopefully make it more competitive. Um, and then Camp Crystal Lake, 
uh, I think who did you go with here? I think you went with with Danny with the with the winner. Yeah. Um, I think I think actually AJ will take it this year, um, followed by Danny over there. So my final prediction, I, I'll go Kevin over uh, AJ as well. So it actually wow. ended up being the same thing. I w- I didn't want to go that way, but it ended up happening that way. <laughs> so that sucks ass. Um, <laughs> I, I should change it, but we're we're gonna we're gonna rock together, I guess, in, in the first pr- predictions ever. No outtakes here. You guys are getting it straight from the source. <laughs> All right, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Um, I think we went a little longer than we wanted to, but if you guys made it this far, thanks for uh, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, uh, this episode was brought to you by Roman. Uh, put uh, promo code Bill. Uh, you get twenty percent off. No, I don't actually do that. Um, <laughs> No, we actually wanted to do this for a while. Hopefully, you guys actually listened. Hopefully, we're not too boring. Um, if we actually do this every week, like go over recaps of you know box scores or how games went or you know something like that, we we can turn this into a weekly thing. Much shorter, obviously, but um, we just wanted to have fun with it. So hopefully, you guys actually listen and enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll try and keep it real. Keep coming up with some new stuff and. Uh... Hopefully we'll be talking to you guys uh, again soon. So I didn't really have an outro plan, Will. So I guess I guess this does it for us. Peace.